This is Shop Talk Radio, episode 62 with Andy Murphy. Welcome to Shop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onken, and on this show, we're bringing you inspiring guests to dive underneath the hood of the creative entrepreneurial lifestyle to bridge the gap between art, commerce, and inspiration. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Shop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onken. Today's episode, I get to bring to you Mr. Andy Murphy, who is an international practitioner and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming. And we'll find out a lot more about what that is today. But basically, we talk about how you can reprogram the subconscious mind, which is the software of your brain. Very fascinating stuff to achieve peak mental performance in everything. He trains athletes and CEOs and artists and many different people to break through all of the we've been brought up to believe and how we actually operate in the world and the way that we make decisions. And we've woven neuropaths in our subconscious mind to do these things. I know it's, I can barely wrap my head around it myself, but we get deep into it in today's podcast. Andy now takes his skill and passion around the world. He has been all over Saudi Arabia, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asia. The list goes on. He has trained many, many clients in all these places. And these clients include entrepreneurs, world champion MMA stars, professional sports athletes, multimillionaire business owners, TV and film producers, TV and stage actors, trauma survivors, and even people of the royal family. So just a few of the world-class people out there, and you can hire him to help you get to your peak performance. And I'm excited to work on him some stuff with him myself. In today's episode, we talk about a lot of amazing things, including, and first and foremost, what neuro-linguistic programming actually is. I mean, I didn't even know anything about this. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around, but we kind of get down into it, what it is on a basic level. Very good stuff. We talk about the difficulty of breaking old habits how to live your life from the inside out. We talk about what hypnosis is and why people use it. We talk about how creatives and entrepreneurs can use neuro-linguistic programming to their advantage. So many things. We also talk about how to get out of the funk of fear. And we talk about why your network is so crucial. We talk about a new level of performance is understanding that your mind controls every fiber of your body and how you can change that. We also learn what is the fastest way to change your state in a moment of flow or a moment of getting stuck, things like that. We also learn why you have to install your ideal self into your system. So many things that may be a little bit deeper, but if you're into self-development and becoming the most optimized human that you can be, you're going to love this episode. I know I was very interested in our conversation. So very excited. And I'm excited to bring to you the one, the only Mr. Andy Murphy. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today, we've got the one and only world-class mental peak performance coach, Andy Murphy. Welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you, buddy. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a real pleasure to get to know you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to have you on the show. And we're going to dive into a subject that I'm very curious and very fascinated about, uh, neuro-linguistics programming. And I'm going to let you talk a lot more about that. But Andy has worked with clients all over the world, top-level clients, multimillionaire CEOs, world champion athletes, Saudi Arabian royalty and tell us tell us more who who and what kind of people have you worked with on this yeah a lot of professional fighters a lot of mixed martial arts um people know all about the UFC and stuff um a lot of the top internet marketers that you you see you see all over Facebook a lot of those guys um have worked with me to get them in peak state a lot of yeah just a lot of people from everywhere all TV producers Hollywood actors just Everyone in between, mate. We just um, like to help people, you know? That's amazing. Uh, I'm very fascinated to hear more. So first of all, 
Tell us what the hell is neuro linguistic programming? <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good place to start, right? What the hell is this thing? Yeah. Well, it originally came from this, it derived from psychology originally. It was, it's an interesting thing. It's basically what we do is we're able to look at the conscious and unconscious mind. Now, mm. I'll explain real, real simple because we can go into it, for, to it forever. But the conscious mind, Nick, is the bit of mind that me and you are talking in right now. The mm. unconscious mind is, I describe it like this. It's the software that plays in the background of your head. That's like the software that plays in the background of a computer. What does that do? It runs automatically. It gets outdated and it makes your computer perform a certain way. So basically, all the things that you're experiencing in life, your beliefs, your attitudes, the way you're being triggered by people, places, things, it's all automatic. And so what I do is go in there, work out what we want, delete what's stopping you and install these fresh new ways of thinking, feeling and acting. And that can be for, as I say, entrepreneurs. It could be someone stepping on a stage or a TV set or it could be just someone getting over an issue, whatever it is. Yeah, it's just about building new patterns of behavior. Because the other thing you need to know quickly, Nick, before the, you got to stop me, mate. Otherwise, I'll go on a rant. <laughs> it's um, it's you got to understand about neural nets. Neural nets are basically they work like a muscle. And the mm. thing is about these neural nets is most people have been lifting a certain way of thinking and mm. being for far too long, which means that muscle is big, it's thick, it's easy to do. So to break new habits or perform um, without anxiety or be very, very creative becomes difficult if you're lifting the wrong part of your brain, basically the wrong muscle. Does that make sense, mate? Or is that? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it's kind of like you you build up these this filter for, as it was, mm. I think we talked about the other day, you create this filter of, of the way that we see the world. And yeah. I think that's the muscle that you're talking about, right? Well, no, it's not, mate. <laughs> oh, it's not? Okay. It's not, it's not. The actual, but I love where you're going with this because the muscle is actually the neural nets, the, the, the neurology, it's the it's the brain patterns. That's, that's what we can make bigger or smaller. The filter actually filters what we're seeing in the outside world. So I'll explain it like I did to you the other day, Nick. You know, we, it's like... um. We get, it works like Gmail. Let's look at it like that. Mm. You get flooded with information, like flooded through um, emails. The Gmail goes, Nick doesn't want to see those, deletes them, puts the rest in your spam folder, and what's left in your inbox is what it's set for you to see. Now, that's the same with your brain. That's, this is the cool thing. Mm. We're taking in a couple of million bits through our five senses every single second. Now, that's too much for this conscious mind right so it goes through a filter and what's inside our filter is our beliefs our attitudes our language our values and other bits and pieces but why does that even mean anything it means how many times have you gone to i don't know buy a new car might not see that car many times or if ever as soon as you see it you, that damn car appears everywhere does mm. it mean that car didn't exist no, it means your filter system wasn't set to see it. Now, this is the same with music, people. This is the same thing with success. This is the same thing with getting on stage calmly. This is the same with, with everything in your life. So the filter, if we can adjust it and we can grow a new version of you, like a future version of you or a rock star or a badass version of you, then what that means is this filter systems adjust. And that means you're literally experiencing the world in a different way instantly. Mm, mm. So, uh, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how does it that relate to the muscle that you were talking about? Yeah, the neural nets is actually the muscle. Mm. So, the actual neurology, the, the actual um, where things like what wires together, fires together. Those, those that the actual neurology that is the muscle. And the thing about that is, it's been pumping on autopilot since you've been a little kid. And no one teaches you how to get control of it. No one teaches you to control your mind so you can control your emotions, so you can step mm. in and out of that peak state. No one teaches you that. And if no one teaches you that, then it just means things are on random autopilot and there's no laser focus. The mm. thing with like world-class performers who've never really done much mindset coaching is that 
they've been trained since a very early age to think a certain way to the probably the parents have told them certain things or they've had a very early mentor that's that's crafted them their, their neural nets or their mind in a certain way so that's what's installed in their brain but for most of us we ain't that lucky so we got to learn it from somewhere right yeah absolutely so what's the first step in, in somebody becoming aware of even the fact that you can design your mindset? Yeah, well, that's a great question. But so, I mean, for instantly, you know, when you're on form for a start, you know, when you're on form, you know, when you're laser focused, you know, when you're pumped up full of energy, you know what it's like to, to be full of excitement and confidence. Well, guess what? That's a certain little path or strategy or whatever it is in your head that's playing, right? That muscle. Mm -hmm. Well, we also know what it feels like when we're not on form and we have anxiety and pressure and whatever it is, and we can't step up. We just can't get our heads around it. And this little internal dialogue, this self-talk's going out of control. I mean, mm. we also know what the result is if we feel like that. So first of all, understand the old you and the new you has two totally different looking, ways of looking at the world, but also two totally different feelings. Mm -hmm. And if you're in stress or anxiety or pressure or overwhelm, whatever the hell's going on, right? Maybe it's a big day and you're getting on set, you know? Mm -hmm. If that's the, the, what you're feeling, then you can't perform like you know you can. If mm -hmm. we're able to give you way, well, even everyone out, listen, out there listening, you know, if you're just able to, first of all, catch that feeling, guess what that does? Even that one step of just catching that feeling and recognizing it, what you're doing is you're becoming consciously aware of what's playing automatically. From there, mm -hmm. guess what? We can give ourselves choices. We can do loads of stuff. But right there, that's the first step. Recognizing there's two different versions of you. Recognizing there's two different versions of the world that you're seeing and feeling. And just by catching that feeling, you can give yourself a choice. Mm, that's interesting. So what you're saying is, I mean, say, for instance, I'm going on set and I'm shooting for this client and I'm not like very inspired. I'm not excited about the creative that I'm shooting, but I still have to bring top performance to the table, top creativity to the table. And I go into the shoot and I'm just like, Ugh, like, wow, how am I going to do this? This is just, I gotta, I gotta be on top of it, but I'm not feeling completely there. You're saying I can reprogram that and create triggers that'll allow me to feel as I do with a shoot that I'm like completely inspired with and totally excited to to uh, perform. Absolutely. That's what I do. I mean, it doesn't matter what someone's situation in is they're about to perform in anything. Then mm. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you, we all have times in our life, Nick, that we were on fire. We were kicking ass. We were we were. We were just on our game. We were truly world class. And guess what? Your memory or your nervous system or your unconscious mind or the software, what the hell do you want to call it? Right. It already knows how to do that. So we mm. can go back into those memories and pull out everything. We can pull out how you breathe. We can pull out how you stand, who was around you, what you were saying to yourself, how you were thinking, all the rest of it, because your brain already knows how to do it. Then we go back and we can pull that out and basically through visualization, through language, through systems, we basically can link that or wire it into the future and we can put it into different people, places, things, events. So really what we can call the future or the, the on you or the off you, they're different states or peak hmm. states. And what those peak states are is different hats that you put on, different roles that you play. I mean, that's a nice way to describe it. From my side, it's complicated. From from um, a client side, it's just nice. It's nice and simple how we work it, you know. But does, does that make sense, Nick? Yeah. So you're breaking down the state where I say I felt that before, that high peak performance state, and then creating, breaking that down and creating a trigger to actualize, actually like trigger me back I mean, into that state. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. Triggers are another thing again. And triggers are something we call anchors. An anchor is, well, everything's an anchor. Everything's an anchor. I mean, for example, how many times you heard a piece of music, it pops up, poof, takes you right back to that scene, takes you right back to that memory. You know you're in it, especially if you've been dancing and when you were young and partying and stuff. It takes you right back to those moments. Well, 
we have negative and we have positive anchoring in our life, you know? So, I mean, it's like, I'll use the classic 1950s example but <laughs> of a businessman yeah. coming home from work and seeing his wife's face. Businessman comes home stressed from work, sees his wife's face. Businessman comes home stressed from work, sees his wife's face. Mm-hmm. Guess what? doesn't take very long, buddy, for you just to see the wife's face to feel stressed because you're in the wrong emotion. And when you repeat something, whether it's good, bad, right, wrong, whatever it is, if you repeat something in a heightened emotion, those things become linked together. That's called an anchor. So we can use these to help people step into these peak states. So like instantly we can we can help people remove this old stuff. It, it just goes on and on and on. But the, the point in it is, is to be able to design what we want, delete what's stopping you and install these peak, peak states and being able to do it real easy for the client. That's fascinating. Fascinating. I love that. So now... You talk about the, I guess, the you, or the old you and the new you. What are you talking about when you refer to that? It's another good question, Mike. And it's, well, the old you is, it, the old you doesn't have to be a bad thing. And the new you doesn't have to be a bad thing. There's no right, there's no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad. It just depends on what it means. What result is it giving you? Behaving that way, thinking that way, surrounding yourself with those people, immersing yourself in whatever it is. What's the result it's giving you? Now, for most people, the old version of them isn't the one they want. <laughs> and the new version of them is like this, the future version of them, the character they want to step into, the version of them, if they take away all the, all the fear, all the mm. BS, all the excuses, all the trauma, all the pain that's happened to them, if we could take that and put it to one side for a second, mm. then that version of you that's left, that's who we grow. That's mm. who we develop. And that has, again, a certain way of living, a certain way of behaving, a certain way of being motivated and laser focused and and all of this. So that's when I say the old version, new version, it's really a way to define to the client that the old version has a certain view of the world. The the new version is something that we design and then basically through through neurolinguistics and hypnosis and all this other stuff, I actually embed it and put it back into your brain. So your unconscious mind starts to know where to go because the whole classic mm-hmm. saying is any road will get you there if you don't know where you're going. Mm, interesting. That's so funny. So the the old you is kind of like, it's actually like the current you in a certain state. And then the the new you is is like the alter ego in a, in a certain sense. You got it. You got it. And that's exactly how I describe it. I think we mentioned that the other day. I describe, I, I develop world-class versions of people and then what I do is something pretty unique in the, in the world is then we develop unique, um, which is alter egos. And that's a version of them that they step into. It might be an entrepreneur. It might be marketing. Then it might be getting on stage. Then it might be getting interviewed. Then it might be, these are all different versions. And the challenge becomes if we don't actually teach people to separate these things, you might get stressed at work and that, that emotion flows through into other areas of your life. And so we've got to teach you to really separate these, step in and out of different states and how to trigger them and all of this other good stuff. That sounds amazing. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I was just thinking the other day we were talking about the movie yeah. Fight Club, <laughs> right. which is one of my favorite movies of all times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so interesting to see how Tyler Durden actually is his alter ego and he steps yeah. into that. And yeah. becomes two people, but not, not to say that you need to come That's to- a multiple personality this thing. That's a different thing. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally different. But <laughs> uh, this is about actualizing your, your, who you want to be. Because we all, we all have a persona and a place that we want to be and want to get to. Right. And the other thing about this is, Nick, I, I, I should, to a point, what you're saying about Tyler is actually right. Because there's you, when you go and do a photo shoot, you aren't the same person as you're talking to me. Someone who's stepping on um, a stage and performing in front of thousands of people certainly isn't the same person when they're going to talk to the mom or they're going on a date, right? They're all different versions of us. And that's the same thing with Tyler, with, especially with pro athletes that I work with. 
they are absolutely a totally different person than when they step on the, the, the pitch or in the, in the ring or the cage or whatever it is. They're just totally different versions of them. I know there's a lot of like pro football players, probably to do with head trauma as well, but they can't even remember their games because they step. There's a classic, I, I can't even remember the guy's name. There's a classic study. My mind's going blank with it. But it, he doesn't remember one single NFL game. Not because of brain, not because of brain damage, but but because simply he completely disappears into this alter ego and then pops out the other side. So it's literally somebody else playing that game. That is what I do, because the thing is about flow state, Nick, is that we all know what that feels like, mm-hmm. and it feels so good where you're just on, where you just step in and you do what you've trained a thousand times to do. But it's the build up or the setup that causes people problems because mm. they know they can do the job, but it's this anxiety or this, the, the, the mind, the reading, as I call it, is mind reading about the future. They're making, make believing the future is going to be a certain way. Mm. So it makes their body perform in a certain way. Their nervous system, their, their heart rate, their adrenal glands, all of this perform a certain way, right? Well, if you took all the anxiety away, their brain knows what to do. They know how to perform. So what I help people do is develop systems and routines to be able to make sure that they're guaranteed to step in that creative version of them, mm. that, yeah, that world-class version of them. So if they get anxiety, well, we know how to deal with that. But even more importantly, you can step into flow state and be just be on and do whatever it is you're doing. But if we can program the brain to automatically start to, to know a certain routine or system that's going to lead it into performing in flow state then what it does it takes the anxiety takes the pressure away and it means it creates um just effortless effortless um performance for people Hmm. fascinating so you can trigger flow states and and help people jump into those a lot faster yeah, well, pretty, yeah, absolutely, pretty instantly. That's what I do. I've, 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 I've worked with some crazy different types of people. Years ago, I'd worked with people who um, were falling unconscious. I've worked with a client like that, falling unconscious, no reason. And six doctors couldn't fix her. I fixed her in a session because oh. she was having chronic anxiety attacks. And it was associated around actually a family member that was, and they, and they didn't know how to deal with it. So what the unconscious mind does, its default setting is just to keep you safe. So it does these crazy things to keep you safe. It's like the amount of athletes I've worked with over the years who will be leading up to an event and there's so much pressure on them to perform at that, at that event that they end up getting sick or they get an injury. And it's like, why would you get sick or an injury? Well, the unconscious mind doesn't know how to deal with that pressure and it wants to keep you safe. So it takes you out of the game, really. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, so there's, there's, I love that. And I, and I want to keep going on that a little bit more, but let's just, we, I, we just like totally went, went into it. And I like, I wanted to talk about, you know, where you started and how you got into all of this, you know, what were you doing? What's your story? Uh, before we we jump off to the next thing, <laughs> yeah, we, we just went in for like a twenty minute run. <laughs> I know, and I love it. It was super fascinating. <laughs> Where I started with this man is I'm originally from um, Liverpool in the UK. Now I've been away like thirteen odd years. I've lived in Australia, New Zealand, California, Bali. I'm in Florida right now. Been all over the place and. It was funny how I started because I left, I'm 37 now, I left when I was 24 years old and basically went to Australia and I was working in computers at the time and it wasn't my passion, I didn't really like it, but I knew I could travel and I knew I could earn good money. So I went to Australia, didn't know anyone, didn't have a job, ended up getting into sales. That's, I was very lucky who I got taught by. I was very lucky because they were the top in the world and American guys. So I became one of the top two in Australia within the matter of a few months. We got headhunted to New Zealand. Now, everything in New Zealand was going fantastic for the first few years. For the first four or five years, I was headhunted by every company you can imagine. I was selling investment real estate because the boom was going on back then. Broke every record, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then went into a project on my own. And it was basically what I was putting together to build. It was going to take New Zealand and Australian real estate to Dubai. This was my genius idea at 26 years old. 
and it went to for a bit of help with the business plan with a guy who was putting together a project to build a resort in Fiji. We team forces went over to Dubai to market it down next to the palms and everything that was getting built back then in Dubai. And um, I came back, everything was going great. Market started to crash. Business partner thought it was an amazing idea to steal all my money, send me into bankruptcy, send me into a nervous breakdown and chronic depression. So I was 26, 27 years old, thought and I was thought I was awesome, having pro model as a girlfriend, second five series BMW, beautiful house, pink, mm. to having nothing, to living in basically the basement of of of, of a gym, which I was because um, I, I trained in mixed martial arts, so I was training and fighting every day, which was a lot of fun, but it's also not fun when you can't afford bills, pay your bills, and um, eat food. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it was there where I made a real big change, Nick. And it was after, it, I had to have a chat with myself because I, I was struggling and I, 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 you know, I knew I wasn't brilliant at what I did, but I just used NLP to close deals. I just knew how to sell people. That's all I knew NLP for. I didn't know mm-hmm. it for me to make myself better or to help people in different ways. And at that, that point, I'd seen over 2,000 people face-to-face in sales. So I knew I was good at what I did. The challenge then become what to do next. Hmm. And I basically turned down a job in, in Hong Kong to work for the largest real, one of the largest real estate developers in the world because my intuition kicked in. My intuition was pulling me in a different way. And I basically, to cut a long story short, I borrowed money and flew to LA for five days. And that's basically how I got to California and then started bouncing back into and yeah, the rest is history. My first client became Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. And I just, yeah, I just, over the years, I've just, you know, like you do, you just meet people, network with people. And these days I've worked with everyone you can imagine in, in every single industry, you know? And the reason why I love this is because I, I've re- rebuilt my life so many times through different like putting your you're putting your business on the line and business partners letting you down and all the rest of it. I've built my life so many times. Mm. And it's what's amazing is it doesn't matter. Like this morning, I had a client who probably will earn 10, 15 million this year. And it doesn't matter what level someone's playing at. We all, we're all human. We all have pressures. We all have anxiety. We all have stresses, stresses. And we're all designing our life the way we want it. So what I know from this, it doesn't matter what someone level someone's playing at. I know how to to build patterns of behavior. I knew know how to to get people in these peak states. I know I just know how. I've done it in my own life so many times. <laughs> and I've done it for hundreds and hundreds, well, thousands really, of of clients. And what's what I love about this, mate, is just it's just watching people change. I love when I see that breakthrough and then I love to see suddenly their eyes light up and the whole life starts changing. And they didn't even know that life's about the inside out, not the outside in. If you Mm. get the inside right, what happens is, is the outside world just mirrors it. And it creates, and same with business, same with everything. You become world-class, your business and your your life will mirror it. If you mm. just make money, then you're going to be on, on a long journey to build yourself inside yourself to, to, to appreciate what you've got and love what you've got and, and keep that motivation and, and belief driving forwards. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, when you were when you were doing this on yourself, is this something that you can do on yourself, or is this something that you had a teacher do to you, or how does that work? <laughs> you can absolutely do it for yourself. I mean, I've I've um, absolutely done teachings. I've had many coaches. I've studied thousands and thousands of hours of content, all the rest of it. But at the end of the day, the basics are pretty simple. The basics really are simple, mm. and it's just like understanding, like. Um, Richard, I always use this quote, but Richard Branson's favorite pastime is to daydream about the future. Mm. And, and people go, hmm. to me, that says massive amounts. Because when someone's in a daydream state, what are they doing? Well, you're actually changing your brainwave frequency. And that's called trance. That's called hypnosis. And I, I didn't even have a clue what hypnosis was back in the day when I was just doing it in sales. I thought you were going to run around as a chicken on stage or something. I didn't have a clue, man, you know? <laughs> it wasn't until I understood the science behind it. And the science behind it is just 
brainwave frequencies. And this is what um, neuroscience is catching up and teaching everybody these days. And at the end of the day, when, that, when you're in that daydream state, which we've, we're all in, we all wake up that way, catch ourselves or catch someone else walking into a room that way. So when we can play with the visuals of, and basically our imagination, if we're imagining the future a certain way, what that starts to do is starts to build new neural nets, new mind muscles, if you want to talk about that. It starts to open this filter up and you start to look at the world a different way. But really it is when you're in that daydream state that, that, um, where your mind's busy, but your, your, your hands and your body is very still. Yeah. That's when you really can make changes for yourself. And it's also going back to memories in the past. If you've performed like a, like a badass in the past, then guess what? You can do it again because you know how to do it. So if you went back and started playing in those memories and those visuals and those feelings and those smells and tastes, and you started imagining what it's like to step into the future behaving like that, then guess what that does? That starts to link the, those thoughts and feelings to where you want them to be. I mean, that's a real simple way to do i can take it into a million times more more focused but that's a real simple way to stop yeah recoding your brain interesting interesting so let's talk about uh hypnosis a little bit uh for you know for those of us that may not know exactly what that is i mean we all have an idea of what it is but what what is it really (laughs) like break down (laughs) break it down in like a, a layman's you know, yeah, scientific, yeah. scientific way. Cause I mean, hypnosis, I mean, for me, like the, what I think is it's you like put somebody <laughs> under like a little, little spell thing and like, right, right, you right. know, they're not con I don't know, not conscious or whatever. So how to, how can you explain that? What has happened? Like a, how does yeah, somebody yeah. do it? And B like what's happening? Well, <laughs> it's a fair point, mate. It's a fair point. It's, I haven't got yet yeah, again. I can relate to this cause I, I, I mean, I went through it to learn what it was. And now, I, now I'm brilliant at what I do with it. But it, it starts from somewhere. And again, we'll go back to that running around as a chicken on stage, right? For, for example, those people, like you see these stage hypnosis, you see these stage shows, and you see these people doing some crazy stuff. And you're like, is that even real? Are they just messing around? Well, no, it is real. But let me explain. That doesn't work for everybody that way. Everybody can be hypnotized. Why? Because everybody goes into trance every day on their own. So that's not mm. that's not like even in question. The difference is those people who were at that stage show, guess what they wanted to go there for? They wanted to go and play, hang out, go on stage, do all of that stuff. That was their intention. That was their focus. That was their purpose in going to that show, right? right. But if a client comes to me and he's trying to get on a stage in front of 50,000 people, What's his intention? What's his purpose? Right. Mm. To do that. Well, he's not, I'm not going to teach him to be a chicken on stage. It's two totally different, totally different focuses and intention to go into, to go into trance. Now, all that person is doing in the, in the stage hypnosis show is that he's looking for the most suggestible people. So he does certain tests and certain things and tells people to put the hand up and do all this stuff, right? So he's testing them. So out of that 500 people who were ever in the audience, he knows who's going to do what he wants them to do before mm-hmm. he started. With with someone like um, for ourselves, Nick, I mean, we're not trying to run around on stage, mate. We're trying to be we're trying to be world class at what we do and make our lives easier. Now, what that means is that we talk about those brainwave frequencies. And what really what's happening from a scientific level all day long, what we're doing is we're running around in something which is beta and beta is a high frequency. Now, you might have seen there's lots of apps out there that you can buy. It's binaural beats and things like that. You you might you might have heard of those things. Now, well, what they are is they're different frequencies. We have delta, alpha, theta, all of these different frequencies. Now, they put our brain in different in different levels of trance, really. So beta means we're awake, and when we go into theta and delta, it means we're in we're in we're in sleep, deep sleep. So what trance is is just a way for us to drop that frequency, but why? The reason why we're doing it is so we get access to the software. Because between your conscious and unconscious mind, there's a wall. And that's why you can say affirmations to yourself all day long, but helps you in the moment, makes you feel good. 
Right. It doesn't create no change, no lasting change. That's why you can watch a movie or whatever, and it, it makes you feel good, but it doesn't really create this, this lasting change. And the reason mm. is, is because it's bouncing off this wall. So we, when, we can, we, when we can take you into this relaxing state, that's what meditation is, by the way. It's just brainwave frequencies. The difference is with meditation is that it doesn't point your um, brain in a certain direction or your mind in a certain direction. It just allows you to calm yourself down and create stillness. And now there's a, there's a million benefits to that in it just itself. But if we can drop you into that meditation state and then actually direct where your mind or your thoughts or your imagination is going, then that starts to make new connections, mm. new possibilities, new beliefs, new ways of looking at the world. So trance is, is massively important. But again, like most things in society, because it's not understood, it's, it's put down. Yet the top people in the world use this stuff. Whether they're realizing it, they do or not, what NLP is cool at doing is just, putting systems behind what someone does already so then they can repeat it but more importantly they can scale it mm. and so if you know how to go make i don't know you know how you get on stage on your best day if you knew the blueprints of that then guess what you can do you can go back to that on your worst day and do it and perform at your best mm. very interesting very interesting. Am, I, am i ranting on because I, I can rant on me no, no, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. And I, th I think it's just like, how do you, you, you basically reprogram it. And then, you know, if you're, if you're trying to actualize that, is that some sort of trigger to pull that up? Or how do you access that in the moment? Say like we've gone and reprogrammed and then I'm in a, in a, in a pressure situation that I'm not feeling up to top performance. Right, right. How do you actualize that? How do you access it? Yeah, well, that's that's the great thing about what I was talking about before, which is anchors. That's when you're, you know, you um, that music, you hear a piece of music, takes you right back to that moment. Well, that's what we do. It goes back to a Pavlov dog's experiment, if you want to go back there to the science behind it. It's called something called a stimulus response. What that means is that when something is 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 repetitive, or you 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 build. When you, I'll explain it a different way. When you're, when you're, it could be your grandma's um, cooking. That smell is so deeply installed in your, in your, in your brain, in your nervous system that it just takes you right back. Your saliva glands will, will go and everything like that. So if we can do the same in coaching or you doing this daydream states and in peak states, and we apply, could be a physical thing. Could be. I was really it's like this. You, do you know Rocky the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that ball that he bounces? Don't you remember the first one? He's always bouncing a ball. Well, mm. that's his anchor. That's what he calms him down. That's what he uses just before he's about to do something. Well, in, in NLP, you could use a thumb. You could use a certain word that you say in your head. You could use a certain um, way you hold your body. All of these are going to be directly linked to those thoughts and feelings that we've designed. Mm. And if, when we link those two together, the more we build that muscle, again, that's what the muscle's about, we build that muscle, those, that thing that we've designed and this physical point on our body or the stance or the words light up those neural nets, which mm. instantly enable us to, to think and feel and act however we want them to. So what this does is it takes away the randomness. It just makes everything precise. And that's mm. what I like with, with, with NLP. It allows us to exactly be who we want to be in that moment because there's certain systems and tools that allow us to do that. Wow. So fascinating. I love that. And it's always something that I've, I've thought about before. Like right. how do I, you know, if you're in a funk in the moment, it's like how do you get out of that? Right, right. But you know, you know when you've done that before, um, that you had to. It was a moment. There was a decision that you made right in that moment, right? That you, you everything was going wrong, but you knew it was a big job, and you had to step up. Well, in that moment, if we can go back and look at what that decision was, then mm -hmm. beautiful. We know that in the moment we can use that again as like a a, a fail safe method. Also, we look at the words. 
We can look at the pace, the pitch, the timbre of the voice. Again, how you were standing. We can go into it so much detail. Mm. But for you, if we can do something which is a classic sales thing I always used to say years ago, like 12 years ago, but the five Ps, prior planning prevents poor performance. What does that mean? (laughs) If we've already set your brain up to know how to behave before you go and do anything, what does that mean? It means then you can go and do it. And you're not, it's the generally what creates fear is you're not knowing the outcome. What creates fear is the other people's opinions of you. And that creates anxiety. But if we can build like a brain pattern, so you're, you step in there and you're just like, yeah, I've done this a hundred times before because I'm familiar with that audience or I'm familiar with this already in your brain, mm. then it, you, 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 you respond a different way. Like the military, the military nickel, all over this they're trying to design like um like superhuman superhuman soldiers you know and this is they love neurolinguistics for the for this reason because it gives people the ability to really create the version of them that they, that they know that they they want to be you know yeah yeah absolutely so how can creatives and creative entrepreneurs use nlp to reach their you know maximum creative performance yeah i mean a hundred different ways mate but you know what's a nice simple way is i always talk about environments and and at the end of the day we talk about environments we can talk about networks and, and all the rest of it but let's look at environments you know it's like for, for yourself nick right you in your in your badass New York apartment, mate, you feel comfortable, right? You can feel creative in there very, very easily, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. Because that's because those external things, guess what? Have been anchored to you. So that means that you're in that comfort zone. You're in that familiarity, which means you can perform at your best. So a great way to do it for for everyone out there is to just start setting up your environments. This could be your house, it could be a place you go and work, whatever it is. That environment or your home should you should be able to walk in. Ideally, anyway, you should be able to walk into any room, and it just brings out an emotion in you. And that emotion, it's like an office should be really motivational, inspiring. It should be, you should be able to sit down at your desk and go, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Look at the wall and be inspired by someone's autograph or a painting or some music that's going on. So Mm. if you can create environments like that, then what this starts to do for you is it starts to allow you to trigger this creativeness really, really easy. That's the same with people. That's the same with all of this. When you can put things around you, people's places, things around you that allow you to be who you want to be, then this starts to become a real simple way. But most people just have, I don't know, different, you know, the people that they wouldn't want around them or they're in, they're living in an apartment that's just a mess, right? Don't have to have money to make your apartment look nice or your work office to look nice because it's supposed to be designed to create an emotional response that emotion creates momentum it creates focus it creates it creates that peak state yeah so you want to intentionally design your space to inspire you creatively and inspire all of that that's great absolutely and it's also the understanding that i know right now with with you nick you'll go on to that job and you'll have a certain setup of how you do that job You'll have a very specific routine before you you put your finger on on that trigger. You will. And so if you can learn the strategy of how you do these these things in your life, then you're able to repeat them. So for everyone out there listening, and go back in your head or start writing down the times where you were on fire, you were on point. Who was around you? What were you doing? How did you set it up? What were you thinking? What was the difference that made the difference between that day and another day? So once you can start looking at that, then guess what? That gives you choices. It gives you ways to repeat that pattern. And really everything about what I do anyway, it's about creating consistency, man. Because I, I competed um, when I was very young in, in, in martial arts, like up until I was like 22. I was fighting since I was like 12 years old. And some days... I'd be wicked. I thought I was Bruce Lee for a day. 
And then some days you would ju you just suck. But no one taught me this. <laughs> so imagine that was the same in sales. You know, I said I saw a couple of thousand people in sales. When I was on, I was on. When I was off, I was off. And so no one taught me how to create this consistency. So imagine being able to do that in every any area of your life, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I would I would definitely want to play around with this a little bit more. And <laughs> I would yeah, I would I want I definitely would love to work with you at some point. We'll work that out, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So now there's there's five points that I wanted to cover here uh, with you. Maybe you can kind of clarify what these these would be. You know, uh, if they're tips or just five steps. Uh, you know, the first one is just every everything you're thinking, feeling, and acting is on autopilot. Uh, second one, self talk mastery, state change uh, for world class performance, network power, and then the level of the new level of performance. So, if you could, let's just walk through those steps. Give me the first one again, mate. Give me the first one. So, first of all, overall, like what what would you classify this to be? So, the first one is everything you are thinking, feeling, and acting is on autopilot. Right. Beautiful. Let me again. That was something I covered before, which was it's, it's, it's the foundation of everything. You need to understand that everything, your future, the way you're thinking about your future, your past and how you're behaving is completely on autopilot in the background of your head. And when you can start to understand that, it gives you the ability to then change it. If you don't understand that everything's just on autopilot and you think it's just you, it, then you don't it, you feel you feel powerless. And mm -hmm. so when we can understand that it's just neurology, it's just neural nets that have been installed or decisions about things that you've been made making all your life that have led you up to looking at the world like this. None of it's your fault, but now it becomes your responsibility to actually grow you the way you want it to be. You know, does, does that make sense, Nick? Does that answer that? Yeah, totally. So it's, it's your subconscious software the programming that you've you've been built to exactly. uh, perform as you said, it, you said it way simpler than me. <laughs> <laughs> so the second one is is, is self talk mastery, and I guess what you know I I know a lot about self talk, and I've I've, I've learned a lot about that in terms of mastering it. But what does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean to understand first of all is that we were saying fifty thousand words to ourselves inside our own head every single day. That's the first place to start. Yeah. Every single one of those words is connected to a feeling. That feeling either gives you, creates action or non-action. Mm. So when we can start to understand that internal dialogue that's constantly talking inside our head is affecting the way we feel and whether we're going to take action or non-action, then we best start paying attention to what is playing. And even in the moment, if you're about to do something, even there, you have a choice whether you're about to mm. click for new Nick, clicking that, clicking that button to hit that shot. Or if you're in sales or whatever it is, are the next words out your mouth going to take you towards where you want to go or in a different direction? So mm. the, the, the words become so important. This is why we call it neuro-linguistic <laughs> programming because <laughs> the linguistic bit is everything. That defines your world. And if it's like, if you don't know the words of something, you can't really describe it, right? And and you you can't. It could be it could be a beautiful horizon, but if you don't know any of the words to describe the ocean, the colors, the scene, the waves, you can't describe it. Well, that's the same with life. If you don't know it exists, then you can't talk about it. And if you can't talk about it, you don't know it exists. So, it's really understanding that the words out in your head are direct in these feelings and the words that you can speak about life are are creating your life you know so it's really i can go into it a million times deeper but again just to pay attention to the language that you're saying and each word's attaching to a feeling and it's going to give you action or non-action absolutely absolutely i love that now the state change for world-class performance tell us about that yeah well it's again one of the things i covered today it's about that state change and again, remember the old version, new version? Well, that's just, it's one way to look at that state change or the alter ego. And that's a key, key element 
But these are really key steps that, that people can use. That's what these are, Nick. These are key steps that people can apply right now in their life to, to, to make some changes. And so we got the first one. We got the self-talk. Um, and the state changes is self-talks inside a state change. And I'll describe it like this, what a really real state is, you know, because I've mentioned it, but I'll describe it in, in a little bit more detail right now. Extreme examples. Let's use an extreme example. Putting a professional fighter into a ring or a cage. Guess what? He's thinking, feeling, and acting a very unique way. Breathing rates, heart rate, focus, beliefs, etc. If you imagine that as a bubble, well, that bubble is a very unique version of him. That's a very different version, as I said before, when he goes and talks to his mom, or he goes on a date, or he goes on all these different areas. Understand that you stepping in to be creative is an extremely different version of you from any other version. So if you can literally sit down and design what that version is, what are the characteristics, what are the beliefs, what are the dominant emotions, then you start to paint a picture of this character version of you that you're going to step into to be creative. When you can start understanding and separating these states, what it allows you is to be able to perform exactly how and who you want to be in the moment. So states is becomes everything. You know, this is the same with you at the end of the day, changing states from work to home life, or the same stage as you stepping in from home life to going to the gym. These are all different versions of you. And when someone can truly understand that, then you can step into being whoever you want to be whenever you want to be them. Got it. That's great. Network power. Tell us about that. I know this is all, we've covered a lot of this, but I think it's good to like kind of list these down so people can sure, get them. I was, going on a bit, I was going on a bit of ranting today. So it's like, it's <laughs> no, it's all good. We were been all over the place and I love this, but it's great to distill it down for people to get Absolutely. like direct tips. I describe it like this. It's, I mean, it can go into mirror neurons. I can go into lots of different stuff. But at the end of the day, the classic, classic saying is what? Our network is our net worth. But to me, it's not just about money. It's about, it's about everything. And it's, it's so powerful because your, your unconscious mind doesn't really understand the difference between what it sees, what it imagines, or what it sees um, on TV or, or the internet it still fires the same neural nets. That's why you can cry in a movie, right? It's the same. Why are you crying in a movie? It's a movie. But it just lights up the same parts of our brain. Hmm. So this is the same things about hanging around with different people. Now, if you're hanging around, I, I always describe it the same ways. This is the classic, my classic example. If you've never drank a day in your life and you go and hang around with people who drink or alcoholics, guess what's going to happen? going to start drinking it's the same with athletes you might never train a day in your life but as soon as you start training i mean as soon as you start hanging around with those people you will start training same with billionaires same with money same same with everyone so right now you've got to ask that question what do you want and who is around you are they lifting you up to that standard probably higher than you hold yourself or are they holding you down at a level at the end of the day, everything's about cycles. Friendships, relationships, businesses, everything's about cycles. And things come into your life for a certain cycle. Now, if you're hanging around with people that aren't on the same path as you, it doesn't matter. That brain is going to learn those behaviors. Mm. I always describe it like this. If you watched a horror film every day for a month, what are you thinking by the end of that? You're thinking crazy shit, right? By the end of the month. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching everything about Richard Branson, guess how you're thinking by the end of the month? This is this, So our environments, our states, our self-talk, the people that we're hanging around, the books that we're reading, all of this just floods our neural nets and actually builds whatever pattern because the unconscious mind doesn't care. It's just going to build patterns. It's just going to lift that muscle. It's just going to, doesn't care. So when we're around the right people, then we can expand exponentially or we, we hold ourselves back or you know, decrease ourselves exponentially. Make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your friends in life create your lens in life, right? 
Hey, look at that one. I like that, man. I like that. <laughs> the lens is the filter. Absolutely. Great, great. So the last one is the the new level of performance. Uh, tell us about that. Well, the new level of performance is understanding that the, the world is just catching up with what I've been doing for 13 years, but what a lot of people have been doing for even a lot longer, you know? It's the new level of performance is understanding that the mind controls every cell and fiber of your body because your unconscious mind is your nervous system. So the new level of performance is understanding. That's why I just spoke last December at Arsenal's ground in, in the UK, a premiership football team, one of the, the top football teams. I spoke about it there because everyone spends millions and millions and millions of dollars on physical performance. Just, just talking about sports for a second, but on physical performance, right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good your body is tuned. If your mind's not tuned with it, you don't perform. And this is the same with business. This is the same with creative. This is the same as stepping on a stage or a TV set or whatever the hell it is. It's the same thing. The next level of world-class performance is understanding that you must be able to get the tools to control your mind, your emotions, so you can control that peak state and your results. And if you're not doing that, then the challenge is you're going to be left behind in this, this next level of the world, the journey. Because everybody, the neuroscience catching up and actually giving the actual physical science to what we, what I've already been doing for a long, long time, that's the beauty of this now. Psychologists, general classical, classical psychology has been left behind in the dust, you know? For the simple fact, and for the psychologist out there, I might not be talking about you, I'm talking about the principles of it. Because it's like a classical, someone in classical psychology, I'll use this as an example, um, smoking i don't smoke never smoke but whatever right someone who smokes years ago i worked with some people and what a normal classical psychology will do is they'll take a group of smokers together and they'll, they'll try to work out why they why they smoke so they can help people not smoke that makes sense right mm -hmm. but the challenge with that is i don't think like that i don't i think the opposite if i'm teaching if i want to know how someone stops smoking guess who i want in the room People who have stopped smoking so I can work out what they did to stop smoking because I'm not interested in all the things that have happened to somebody in the past, right? We all have our own stories. What I care about is how you do excitement, how you do happiness. I care about how you do what you want and how to build that into the future because what I know for sure is that if you build the right neural nets, the right mind muscle, then guess what happens? Just like a muscle, atrophy, right? It shrinks and it dies. So if we give you the ability to pump the muscle that you want, this big version, the world-class future version, then guess what we can do with it? We can do whatever you want with it. We put it into people, places, things, events. That's the difference. That's why so many of my clients over the years, I've seen psychologists for years, especially like the Saudi Royals and things like that. Seen so many psychologists for years. The challenge is, it's they have a totally different way of looking at the world. Mine is about going forwards. Theirs is about staying where they are till they get that perspective change. Mm. I know for, for a fact, if I take someone back right now to get rid of some old stuff, it's near impossible. If I walk you forward so your life's kicking ass and then we look back at the old stuff, how easy is it to get rid of that old stuff? Absolutely. That's great. And I mean, I love that, you know, your mind is your biggest tool. And mm -hmm. if you can learn how to, to control it and, and overpower it or, you know, use it for yourself and not let it run you, then that's, that's where you're going to find optimal performance. That's it, buddy. That's it. That's why the best in the world, this is what they do, whether they realize it or not. But most of them are using this stuff now, you know? Absolutely. Well, let's talk practical steps here for the last thing. And I want to kind of relate it to creativity. It's how, how can we, what are some practical steps into accessing creative flow outside of, of creating your environment? Because sometimes we're, you know, especially for me, like I'm not always in, I don't always have the opportunity to create my environment that I'm in, <laughs> for sure. you know, to, and I still have to be in a creative flow state. So how would you uh, recommend going that practically? Yeah, you got an iPhone? Have you got headphones? I do. I do. Beautiful. And you probably have Spotify as well. The fastest way to change your, your state is realizing that it's the emotion. 
is the biggest part of that state. Mm. So if we can control and light up, like play certain music, right? Guess how it makes you feel? Makes you feel excited and pumped up. Guess how you're about to take those headphones off and perform? You're going to be performing. It's the same with if you're trying to relax. There's no point in putting some crazy techno music on if you're trying to relax, right? No, you want relaxing music. It, it creates the feeling immediately. So for you, if you're trying to be like laser focused, then choose the type of music that's going to make you feel that way. If you're trying to be creative, beautiful, and it's in an art setting or your own setting, then guess what? If you're playing crazy, crazy music, it's not going to not going to do that. So the fastest way to change your emotion, which gives you motion, that <laughs> is 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 music. Mm. Great. I love that. Perfect. Perfect. Now tell us about morning setup as well. Sure. Sure. Um, well, the cool thing about the mornings is that I find it's, it's the most difficult time for most people. Most difficult time for most people is, is, you know, the, they might have had a lousy night's sleep or they can't be bothered for the day or the day's just really hectic. Right. So the morning routine is where we can start to build new habits. Mm. And remember that trance I was talking about before? Well, guess what you're in when you first wake up? <laughs> you're in trance, yes. So you can start building these new patterns very, very quickly. So at, right there, you can play music if you want. That's going to light up the emotion. But you can also stop visualizing. Again, what does that mean for most people? Just engage your imagination and pretend, right? It's still doing the same thing. So... If you start visualizing coming home at the end of that day and something amazing to have happened, then guess what it starts to do with your filter? Your filter works like Google. Whatever you type in comes up. So it starts to search for this. Plus, if you, if you sit in that feeling in the morning of like excitement, what it starts to do, it starts to adjust your filter. So instantly in the morning when you're in trance because you're in that sleepy daydream state, if you just spent a minute just going, this feels amazing, this day's amazing. Sounds stupid, sounds cheesy, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what? It brings out the emotion. And then when you catch this pattern in the mornings, then it starts to form this new habit. And very, very quickly, these neural nets will start to grow and wind together. And when you mm -hmm. wake up in the morning, the, the feeling will start to be more and more and more automatic. The difference is, once those neural nets are built, that mind muscle's built, guess what? When you wake up in the morning, if you're not in that, it's going to feel strange and you're going to want to set yourself up and be in that emotion. Mm, got it. That makes total sense. Now there's uh, state change and installing. Do you want to talk about those? Um, we, well, with state change, we've already gone through. Installing, I mean, I guess in terms of, in terms of like practical practicality. Oh yeah, for, for sure, for sure. I mean, the visualization. I mean, we can go into that to to the most intricate details. I mean, there's there's actually sixty four components that make up the structure of a memory, right? For a start, oh, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. So well, I guess I guess just quick, <laughs> quick, I, quick stuff. I think we can do that. Yeah, but <laughs> just you. Once you create that visual or you've designed that visual, like you wrote down exactly what you want. And once that daydream state, well, I want you to actually hold it, actually hold that feeling. And what we do is something called associated. What does that mean? You're seeing it through your own eyes. If you can see these visuals through your own eyes and feel this feeling, that's called an install. Now, I can take it like a million times deeper, but just for everyone out there, it's just not about visualizing these things or playing with these feelings. It's about really seeing it through your own eyes. If you could walk on that stage and see yourself walking on that stage or you can walk on that stage seeing the crowd through your own eyes, it's a totally different perspective. One will be so much more powerful at installing that state. So then you really start to train your brain or your unconscious mind to see the world those through those eyes. So when you step into this state, awesome, right? Okay, I've got to be this version of me now. Change your hats, right? We're in. Let's do this, right? So that's cool. But if you can visualize, like imagine changing into that, being that person, standing that way, breathing that way, and you can start to imagine looking at the world or that stage through your own eyes, 
that installs mm. it deep into those neural nets. It installs it deeper into that nervous system. Mm, beautiful. Love that. Awesome. So now last question that I love to ask all my guests is what does live inspiration mean to you? Live inspiration. Hmm. It means that life is short. Mm. It really, really is. And it goes fast. And we all know what type of life that we truly want if we if we could write the next chapter of our life. You know, we all know what type of lifestyle we want. So live inspiration to me is listening to basically your heart and only doing what excites you, only doing what what really inspires you because I've been pulled in my life in so many different directions by different people and it's only in hindsight that we can look back and know it wasn't the right path. But if we can start you know, working out what truly, truly excites us and what type of life, life by design is one, of, is one of my tag words, is life by design. If we can really start working out what that is, then you're living a life by inspiration. Every day becomes mm. fun, you know? doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. There's not going to be ups and downs. Of course it is. But every day you're building towards this vision, that life by design, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Well, Andy, thanks so much. Andy's got a great podcast, Mindset by Design. Uh, where, can, where can people find your podcast, Andy? Yeah, straight to iTunes, but Mindset by Design is, is, is an easy place to go. Every guest that we've had on has been truly, truly world class. And, um, and the other place is just andymurphy.biz or .biz for you American folk. Great. And can we follow you on the social media interwebs as well? You can find me on Twitter. Absolutely. It's actually Andy Murphy TV. That was an old brand, but it's Andy Murphy TV. There's a lot of a lot of information on there. You can just simply Google me on um yeah, Google me on Google me on Google or, or find me on Facebook. <laughs> find me on Facebook. Mindset by Design on Facebook's a great place to go. Awesome, awesome. Well, you've inspired me so much and I really appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate being here, man. It's the start of our journey, buddy. Absolutely. I'm excited. <laughs> me too mate me too thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of shop talk radio i'm your host nick onkin and if you enjoyed today's interview with andy murphy we would love it if you could leave us a good review over on itunes it helps so much to get us up in the higher ratings and get more exposure so even more people can be inspired you can also Facebook or tweet this episode, shoptalkradio.com slash EP62, and share it with your friends. We'd also love to see where you're listening and being inspired on the episode. So take a picture and post it up on Instagram. You can at reply me at Nick Onkin and hashtag shoptalkradio, and we would love to see it. So with that, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.